Hey, it's Fei Wu, your host for the Face World podcast. You're listening to a mini episode on how to produce your first small budget docu series. These learnings are captured and distilled from our very own docu series production journey for Face World. You don't need a fancy degree or a big budget. Our minis are built in with templates and examples you can use right away. Everything in plain English and no industry jargons. New minis are released every two weeks in between our interview episodes. Subscribe to the podcast to stay in touch. Hi there, this is Feiwu, and I'm back for a new mini episode on how to make your first docu series. By the way, I wrote this and really prepared for this episode on my way back from Shanghai to Beijing today. I was on a super fast bullet train. Look it up if you haven't been to China or haven't taken one. Make sure you do it. It's it's an incredible experience. Today's episode focuses on. Everything that I'm doing right here in China, and it's not only in Beijing or Shanghai. In fact, I have traveled to multiple cities, and the tour of marketing and sharing my docu series will continue on in the next two weeks before I return to Boston on December 13th. Traveling is exciting, but the up and down time in between cities make me feel unsettled at times. What would Dory Clark, Seth Godin do? I bet they will be writing their next novel, book, next blog post, and email to their people. So today, I want to talk to you about how to market or how I market my docu series before post production is completed. Marketing is required, and it's not optional. So first thing. Is to set your expectation. You, in this case, is the creator, is the executive producer. So you are in my shoe, someone who's invested a lot in producing the series, and now it's about preparing to launch it into the world. I once read an article that the only thing more difficult to do than producing a docu series is funding it. I've spoken with a number of people who have given up so much of their lives to do this. To become a filmmaker, from driving Uber to make ends meet to living in their parents' basement—you name it. After all that hard work and commitment, you need to get the word out. Marketing is a process. You are the best person to take it on, or at least in the beginning to have a plan. The plan you have may not result in return right away, but keep going. Talk to people the right way. This episode summarizes my learnings to date, and I'm eager to hear what you have to say. Feedback is always welcome. You can find me everywhere at FaceWorld. The second thing is planning your trip. When you travel to promote your docu series, whether you're traveling locally in your own city, in your state, or internationally, like I'm doing, it's just like planning for any other trip. You want to know where you'll be, how long you'll be there, and who you'll be speaking with. The trip I'm taking on right here in China is a little bit different because most people here are only fluent in Chinese with basic understanding in English. So basically, people's English levels are all over the place. My docu series in this case is in English. So if you're marketing your docu series in multiple countries and languages, keep listening, and I'll be sharing some tactics I've learned along the way. 
you might be able to predict every person you meet. So do your homework and study the people, their names, what they know, where they've worked, what interests them, and figure out how to anchor your story, your, your pitch appropriately. What's in it for them? How do they relate? The next thing is to prepare your files. Everything you've got, maybe not any of the full episodes yet, or certainly not the whole docu-series. You want to start the marketing process as soon as you can. Even when you have just a teaser, a couple of teasers, an intro that's 20 seconds, or maybe just one rough cut of a full episode. So for Phase World, out of the five episodes we plan on launching at the beginning of 2019, currently, as I'm traveling, I have only one episode, which is a rough cut, and the rest is in post-production. I also have uh, two teasers, thanks to my editor, Herman. One is an introduction that goes before every episode. It's only 20 seconds long, and the other is one minute and 40 seconds. These two teasers drive very different emotions, which is why I like them. And the variations in length really helps too to give people the option. The challenge while traveling is to carve out time for me to create a transcript that I can use as subtitles for these teasers. For native Chinese speakers, they would be way more comfortable reading it out rather than trying to understand and piece together uh, the English language. Without it, um, if you don't have the transcript, you can still help create a more optimal viewing experience. Um, for example, you can first, by practicing summarizing your docuseries in a clear sentence or two, then you can elaborate further Generally speaking, you want to keep it short because people are eager to watch the teasers. In my case, I verbally translated the 20-second intro to my viewers in China. Watch for their reactions. Did they nod? Did they seem impatient or confused? You can continue to improve your pitch and the viewing experience. Now that you have the files, make sure you upload them to all of your electronic devices you'll be bringing with you on the trip. You may be wondering, how do I travel light while having enough options and backup for all these files? I feel you. Here's my setup. I have high resolution files, at least 1080p, locally saved on my iPhone, which is a 7 Plus, my 12 inch, my 13 inch MacBook, and my 12 inch iPad Pro. It's just the largest size iPad Pro. Please remember this. You do not want to access any of these video files or any important files be an internet connection when you travel. The Wi-Fi could be totally unreliable, especially in Asia, but generally speaking, have all the local files ready to go. For iPhone and iPad, I have them not only saved in the image gallery, but I also created a separate folder called DocuSeries so that I can get to them very quickly. The folder setup should be consistent across all your devices so you don't have to guess each time you go from an iPhone to an iPad. I suggest 1080p or higher to ensure the files are of high resolution. We shot our docuseries on a Canon C200 and we definitely want to show off the quality while balancing the file size somewhat. Next is introducing your show and relating to the people you're talking to. The number one mistake I've witnessed is when the creator and producer only relates to him or herself when marketing the film. Sure, people want to know who you are and why you choose to do what you do. Those questions will come up and you want to be ready. However, you want to make sure that your audience 
is the hero, not you. The pitch, the story needs to come from a genuine place. Otherwise, people detect the BS right away. As for Faze World, my story is pretty simple. A few things I have as reasons to why the story is important to me as well as the person that I'm talking to. One, creating the docuseries was an elevation for Face World as a brand from its original podcasting format, audio only, to a visual format with higher production quality. Number two, being the Chinese host living in America, I feel the need and really the responsibility to create something of value, not only to the American audience, but also to the Chinese audience, as well as the immigrants living anywhere in the world. The third thing, sort of similar to the point I made above, after watching Netflix, Hulu, I realized that we as immigrants, as Asian Americans, we need to create these opportunities for the people we work with, for the stories and for all the voices from these unsung heroes and self-made creators. After you've successfully shared the film, the teasers with your audience, is how to listen and to gather and understand their feedback. Feedback is one of the best things you could ask for, including the ones that you didn't quite expect. I noticed that the pitching process often isn't one-on-one. In a casual setting where we have dinner get-togethers in China, there could be many people watching the docuseries while you may be pitching to a single person or, or maybe there's a single person you really want to focus on, but there are others around as well. It can get really challenging and even frustrating. So quiet your mind and pay attention to what others have to say as well. Remember that you can also ask the person or the people, the group, the questions you have. Sometimes it's hard for them to comment right away after they've just seen something for the first time. Therefore, engaging the group and leading them with some thoughtful questions is a great way to tease out the information that will really help you. Not all feedback is valid or relevant. And not everyone knows how to give or receive feedback. Seth Godin has a great article and a number of videos on this topic I've included on my blog post, faceworld.com forward slash blog forward slash 104. You know this already. If someone loves eating meat, asking him or her to provide feedback for a vegetarian restaurant is the wrong move. So you have to know your audience, especially when it comes to a group audience. There may be people outside of the type of audience you're trying to attract. So just keep that in mind and don't get frustrated too easily. Remember that most people mean well, so take notes and review them later. The last thing I wanna say is follow up. Just like a job interview, follow up is key. Depending on the culture, whether you're living in America or you're pitching in America or in China or elsewhere in the world, you know, for example, in China, everybody uses WeChat, which is a mobile app that's very similar to WhatsApp that helps connect people right away using QR code and promotes very casual exchanges between just about anyone. Therefore, a quick follow-up after the meeting is never a bad idea. Then after that, keep track of the people you've met spoken with and shared updates related to the docuseries. Every two weeks, every month, the frequency is really dependent on the interest level you've detected and where the conversation you had may have led. In today's network economy, I noticed just how eager everyone is willing to help. Even if someone doesn't have a personal interest in the film, 
he may refer you to just the perfect person, agency partner at a later time. The ability to put your film, your docuseries, your creation in front of a live audience, it's amazing. So don't take it lightly and make sure you follow up responsibly. Hey, that concludes the episode today. And I hope you enjoyed uh, what we discussed. If you like this series, make sure that you catch up on the previous ones as well. This is the fourth one. We also have an intro, which I called episode zero. So go back a little bit. The series is released every two weeks and I'll see you in two weeks. Hey, if you're working on a video series and your own docu-series, I'm all ears. I would love to hear from you and give you some advice, some help and support. Find me everywhere at FaceWorld. <laughs>